Good evening. Welcome to Sumo Manichi. We're here in Melbourne. I'm Amy and I'm here with Dave and it's day 13 of Harubasho in Osaka. It is getting down to the pointy end. It certainly is. This basho has gone very, very quick for me. It has. It has gone quickly, actually. It has been flying, but I can't believe we're now suddenly starting to do the maths. I know. At the end as to who is going to take this issue. Not only (laughs) Makuchi, but in Jurio as well. Before we jump into all the action from today, let me tell you that in Osaka, as they were kicking off the top division, it was a lovely 17 degrees Mm -hmm. Celsius. That's a nice day. 63 degrees Fahrenheit. Absolutely. Very comfortable. 54% humidity and precipitation, 10%. So, but it wasn't raining. Not much rain. <laughs> not even 10%. Um, day 13 is the day traditionally that we start to see our lower yep. division U shows come through. And we had two come through today. So firstly, Makushta winner, Kim Bozan from Kazakhstan. Yay. Well done, well Kim Bozan. done. He won that from Makushta 34 and went seven and zero. Now this 24-year-old is from Kisebea. So he's there with Ura and Shimano Umi. So nice. some great training partners. This is only his third ever basho, <laughs> Yeah. although he won his first in Sundame uh, back in November, 7-0. Yeah. He is a name to watch, Kim Bozan, and it's so good to see him um, succeeding here. <laughs> and in, and in Sundame, we've talked about him before. He's a, he's a real guy to watch. Absolutely. The Sundame Yusho winner was Kanzaki, the 22-year-old from Himeji City, not all that far from Osaka. Uh, he is from Takakuma Bay. Nice. Which is, you know, our old mate. Excoedo. Excoedo is there. It's one of those newer hayers with only a handful of young rikishi. Um, this is his very first basho. You'd have to feel good about this. You've started your own hayer and then... Your guy immediately wins. Yeah, he doesn't know what a loss feels like. He's gone <laughs> seven and zero. Uh, Kimbozan has come through. No, sorry, Kanzaki, I should yep. say, uh, has come through the Kinki, which is the Oz, uh, Osaka University system. Mm-hmm. So, so he went straight into Sundame. Straight into Sundame. Mm-hmm. So lots of uh, exciting sumo in his future. The Johnny Danyu show will be played off after Nakashima and Kotetsu both finished the basho on 7-0. Well so that'll done, happen guys. on day 15. Very nice. I love seeing the, the young guys come up on day 15 and having to uh, fight in front of everyone. They were cra- so nervous. Oh, I love it. I love it. Let's go into Jurio. Midori Fuji and Kodno- Kidnawaka. I've gone up to Makuchi suddenly <laughs> with Kodnawaka. Kidnawaka fought on 9-3 and three today. But it was Midori Fuji who was able to recover from a bad start to win in sensational fashion. Midori Fuji stays in touch with Ryudan for now on 10 and 3. Kidnawaka, he started strong, but he's ended up now on 9 and 4. Then there was an epic bout between Atami Fuji and Daiamami. It ended up with Daiamami wearing Atami Fuji down, but the Osaka crowd, they were into it. This was such a cool bout and they really uh, contributed. Daimami was six and seven. Atami Fuji, the same score. Uh, Mitoriu, he fell off the leader pack with what I can only call an uninspired performance <laughs> against Hidenumi, an easy win for Hidenumi. So Mitoriu is now nine and four, Hidenumi seven and six. Azamaru and Enho were the other nine, three pair yes. today. While Enho Absolutely lit the crowd up with his low sumo. Azamari stayed in control and despite being a bigger rikishi, just handled Enho uh, 
very easily and through Enho over the bales. So it's Azamaru who's moving to 10 and 3, Enho 9 and 4. Well, it was a big one to close out day 13. Oho 9 and 3 meeting Riordan 10 and 2. They've put Riordan up. <laughs> oh, have they ever? Oho put up incredible resistance. And yeah, this bout was on until the Gyoji pulled the bout up to fix Oho's Mawashi. Yeah, so, you don't see this very often. How do they, they stop the bout with a slap so on both So basically it was on and then they, they locked up. And as soon as that happened, the Gyoji yep. rushed in and hit them on the back. So at that yep. point they hold that position. Oho's uh, belt to my eyes looked good. Look structurally sound, uh, but the the Georgi did get in behind and retie that. Also, it's funny because you see it when when it goes loose. Often they don't get in there and retie it, so there must be something that the Georgi has seen that is a a problem yeah. area. Well, it didn't even Wardrobe look loose. Function. It didn't even look loose. Right. So interesting stuff. Now, unfortunately, when he was ready to go, he tapped them on the back again. Ryudin just rolled over Oho. Right. So I think Ryudin just read this start a bit better and yep. I'm not sure if Oho has less experience. Maybe he's never been in that situation it's before. It's quite possible. But what it means is that Ryudin gets that win. He moves to 11 and 2 and Oho 9 and 4. Before we jump into the leaderboard, uh, we did see Daishoho pick up his Kachikoshi at Jurio 9. Yay. Bushozan Makakoshi at Jurio 9. Boo. Boo. Yeah. Boo. He should stay in Jurio though, Bush hasn't, yep. I hope. Jurio, leaderboard, 11 wins. So Ryudan with that win over Oho after the stop in play on 10 wins. Azamaru after his win over Enho and Midori Fuji after his win over Kitnawaka. I just cannot stop saying Kitnawaka. Nine wins, Oho, Midoriyu, Kitnawaka and Enho. They're still... Uh, in uh, the uh, Jurio race if Friedan wins, <laughs> loses both his matches from here on. Yeah. So mm, it's going to be decided over the weekend. Mm. I can't wait. Let's move on to the top division, Makuchi. Starting off the day, we had Jurio visitor Tsurugisho up against Maegashira 17, Ichiyamamoto. Uh, Tsurugisho was matching Ichiyamamoto's thrusting attacks and it worked very, very well. He got Ichiyamamoto back to the bales. Ichiyamamoto twisted aside. They both got some good hang time here uh, and it, they stepped out roughly together, a monoe was called. Yeah, Tsurugisho stepped out, Ichiyamamoto fell out. The Gumbai was pointing to Ichiyamamoto. It looked very, very close. They watched the replay and it looked close as well. So uh, Tori was actually called and uh, they went again. They certainly did, but this time the Ichiyamamoto thrusts were on point. And he quickly dispatched Tsurugisho over the bales at Tsukidashi. So Ichiyamamoto, that uh, stops his Makakoshi for one more day. He is six and seven at Magashira 17. This is very important for him. He doesn't want to fall back to Jurio. And also important for Tsurugisho, who lost today and also moves to six and seven at Jurio 1. So he's looking to get his Kachikoshi as well to move back up to uh, Maguchi. Perhaps they'll... Exchange positions, well, who knows? They might, but Ichiyamamoto's now been on the road to Kachikoshi for three days. Yeah. Yeah, he's good at stopping it. He is certainly good at stopping it. <laughs> uh, well, let's move on. Kodoeko Yutakiyama. 
Yes, and they're both 7-5 coming into this. A very important bout for both. Yutakiyama, he came out with strong thrusts, but then Kotoeko was able to rebound. And when Yutakiyama went for a badly timed pull on the bales, Kotoeko was able to capitalise and he got the big old W. That is Kachikoshi for Kotoeko. Well, it wasn't his best-looking sumo of the Basho, but it doesn't matter. A win is a win, and what a relief for Kotoeko. Great stuff. Yeah, he's at Magashira 12. Not quite Yokozuna, as the song suggests. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe he'll get there, but it doesn't matter for now. He got Kachikoshi, and he'll be moving up the ranks. It's it's really great to see. It took until day 13. That's an advancement on last time. It was day 15 last time. Uh, was it or didn't he uh, end the last Basho with four losses in a row after getting Kachikoshi quite early? Oh, yeah. That, I think. Again, yeah. it's the January Basho hole that's uh, oh, yes, tripped yes, me yes, up yes, there. Yes, I yes. think it was November mm. where he got it on the final day. Yeah. So at least there's a few Kachikoshis there for him. Well, he's starting to build. Uh, Yutakiyama, though. Another day where he doesn't get his kachikoshi. It's okay, though, because he's seven and six. He's still got a chance. I still think he'll uh, grab that at Magashira 14. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Great. Well, let's move on. Up next, Korokuzan and Teretsuyoshi. Both of these Rikishi coming in with sixes across the board, six and six. This was their first time meeting. Teretsuyoshi went low, powered forward. Korokuzan found himself on the bales and in all sorts of trouble. It was like he was standing up on the bales, balancing himself. He fought back hard, but Teretsuyoshi wouldn't relent. Eventually, Kotokuzan seemed to stop fighting. Yeah. And then Teretsuyoshi moved in and finished this off. This looked a bit strange. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what happened, to be honest. He just got teretsuyoshi I think. He got a bit turned around. Teretsuyoshi was coming at him from every angle and... He, he's just a straightforward thrusting guy, Kotokuzan, and he likes to be the one that's moving. And today he wasn't. It was Teretsuyoshi who was taking him on and he just gave up, I think, in the end. Yeah. He ended up on six and seven, Kotokuzan, with that loss. So he's on the road to Kachikoshi, cutting it pretty close in his first yeah. uh, Basho in Makuchi. I feel like it's it's been a long 13 days. I think, I feel that yeah. too for him. It's always been a struggle. Every day hasn't been simple. No. Yeah. Let's see if he can do it. Teretsuyoshi, seven and six. Miyogiryu up against Nishikigi. There's a mutter from Nishikigi. Fair enough. He's on seven and five. He's very keen for this bout. <laughs> Miyogiryu, he took Nishikigi around and to the side Got him right on the bales. Nishikiki tried a kodenage here. They both went down at the same time. It was hard to see who'd gone down first. The Gyoji gave it to Miyogiryu, but there was a Monoe. Yeah, well, the Monoe was called very, very quickly. A hand shot up. When we saw the replay, every angle showed Miyogiryu's arm hitting outside the bales first. I was with my hawk eyes looking to see if the top <laughs> of Nishikiki's foot had hit the bale or something. Um, but no, what we were seeing was true. The decision was reversed. Yep. And the win was handed to Nishikiki. It was. See, I've transcended and I was just looking for the hair, hair pull. pull. 
I didn't even get time to look there. I was too worried about the feet. This time it was actually about the feet and the bodies <laughs> and it was very close but it was reversed, as you said, and Nishikigi was given the win. This means that that's his kachikoshi. He's eight wins and five losses, and it means that at Magashira 16, if you're a Nishikigi fan, rejoice because he will stay in Makuchi. Miyogiru, he's five and eight. And that's his makakoshi today, we should yes. say. Oh, yes. <laughs> just just slap that eight yeah, on and not well, said anything about it. It's not great when that happens, uh from a monoe reversal either. No. No, of course. It hurts. Uh, okay, next bout of the day we had Chinakuni uh, up against Aoyama. And Aoyama, he generated some sort of power out of the touchy eye, which blew Chinakuni backwards with his thrusting attacks. Chinakuni, he had no time to recover before Aoyama was on top of him. He finished this one off with a push. Tsukidashi. Yeah, he was in push town today, Aoyama. And that takes him to seven and six. He's had a mixed basho this time around, Aoyama. But when he's looked to push, when he's gone forward, it has often, not always, but often worked for him. And today it did, Chionokuni, uh, just, yeah, taken backwards. Oh, it's so, this is so hard to watch. How fun was it watching him in the first week where he's just fighting, not free of injury, but Free of the worry of injury. Yeah, the care factor. The care factor, exactly. Well, he cared, buddy. The care factor from injury. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's hard seeing him go back being really tentative with that arm. He's five wins, Chinakuni, four losses and four days off. Shimano Umi came up next against Mr. Sumo, Chiyomaru. It was a very bright bout with the orange and the green, bright uh, mawashi. Chiyomaru, he looked good off the touchy eye, but then they locked up and they had a double belt grip. Eventually, Chiyomaru was forced back over the bales by Shimano Umi. This was a what I would call a, a healthy sumo battle. They they both just put in, but it was Shimano Umi who was the stronger on the day. Shimano Umi can look so good on the back foot sometimes. And in this bout, it's almost like he needed Chiyomaru to come forward so, so that he could use that momentum to swing it mm. back the other way. It wasn't really until Chiyomaru charged that Shimanumi looked dangerous in this. Shimanumi, seven and six. He's starting to win that arm wrestle. Uh, Chiyomaru, uh, four and nine at Maegashira 13. Yeah, it's Pro very important that he gets wins here. He probably needs a couple more, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, he absolutely does. But he didn't get it today, four and nine. Chiyotaru up next against Wakamoto Haru. And look, I think if there are kids listening to this, it's probably time to take them away mm. or put a little mm. set of earmuffs on them. Because what I'm going to tell you is probably one of the most disgusting things I've ever had to say out loud. And I, I don't feel good about it. Mm. Mm. Chiyotaru did a big disgusting hanker. It was really gross. It was It was gross. What made it worse was that it was against one of the most honest, yeah, one of the most hardworking ricochet going yeah. around in Wakamoto Haru. This is disgraceful. It was unpleasant. It was unpleasant. When you hanker Wakamoto Haru, you're dead to me. Yeah. I'll never mention his name again, yeah. which is going to be very difficult. <laughs> but for today, <laughs> I'm not saying his mm, name again. Just the one who cannot be named. Mm. Well, luckily you won't need to because at six and seven with that, well, I'm going to use the word win, but it's a hollow use of that word is six and seven. Wakamoto Haru, don't worry, he already got his kachikoshi. He's eight and five. 
Toby Zaru, I'm going to move on from that because honestly, it was very distressing. We need a palate cleanser. I know. Oh, Toby uh, Zaru. Yeah. <laughs> He's the ultimate yeah. sumo palate cleanser. Well, he was up against Cottershaw and it was a very spirited bout. They were fighting for position. Toby Zaru backed off away from Cottershaw's attacks. He was nearly taken over with a Noroa. Cottershaw got on the belt and went for the full throw attack. But Toby Zaru, look, he's... He's really at this point, he's been around the block a few times. He knows what it's like to try to be thrown. He's a smaller guy and he knows what to do against it. (laughs) So So he goes for the throw himself at the same time. And actually, he comes out on top. He pulls off the skuinage throw of Kotoshoho. Tobizar is a gift. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, this style of sumo at the top division, it's entertaining, it's fast, it's improvisational. Just so great to see. It was really, this was quite joyous. This was, was a palate cleanser. Yeah, it was. It was joyous sumo. Yeah, it was good to watch. Toby Zaru, he is seven and six. He's got a chance for wow. that Kachikoshi at Magashira nine. Kodoshoho, look, he's fought so hard at Magashira 14 for his wins. He's seven and six as well. Chiyoshoma and Kagiyaki stepped up onto the doyo next. Out of the touchy eye, Chiyoshoma got on the belt in answer to Kagiyaki's high thrusting attacks. This worked. Chiyoshoma drove Kagiyaki back to the bales, but Kagiyaki here, he just grabbed onto the upper body of Chiyoshoma as he approached and twisted him down. No belt required. Sukui Nage throw. It was. And with my my newfound love of Chiyoshoma, I was a little bit disappointed with this. That's his makukoshi. Mm, Those yeah. days of good sumo but not winning have, you know, really contributed to this, obviously. But, yeah, he he got the belt grip. He went for the attack, but Kagiyaki turned it around and that's okay. But, uh, you know, I'm just going to admit I felt felt sorry for Chiyoshoma here. Well, Chiyoshoma, he's got his losing record, but he's won two new fans. Yes, yes, absolutely. He's five and eight. Well done, Chiyoshoma. Yay. Kagiyaki, he's six and seven. He's still on the road. I think he saved himself quite a few times uh, at this point and he's still on the road to keeping himself. It's it's the road to Kachikoshi, but it's also the road to keeping himself in Makuchi. Yeah, the ultimate road. Aqua up against Okunumi. Okunumi went straight on the belt with a left hand. Aqua had his left hand on as well. They did a beautiful butterfly throw at the same time and it was Aqua who went down first just by a feather. But that was enough for the loss and one more win for Okunumi. Akua's genius really is giving the crowd something to talk about (laughs) in an absolute dead rubber. Yeah. This bout didn't mean anything. He was willing to put his leg up in the air and try a stupid move. It ends (laughs) ends up with him pancaking on the ground. And I do feel like this was, you know, him saying thank you to the people of Osaka. (laughs) Okunumi... Well, he's four and nine with that win. Akua now hits double digit losses. Yeah. He's three and ten. Sadanumi up next against the newly returned Ishiura back from that uh, pinched nerve in the neck a couple of days ago. Sadanumi moved forward and Ishiura, I hate to see this, he looks tentative. He's on the defense. He was taken back. He did manage to slip along the bales to his left. He tried a pull, but it didn't really worry Sadanumi in the slightest. Sadanumi 
closed in and took Ishira over the bales, Oshidashi. Yeah, Sadumi hasn't had too many wins, but today he managed to triumph against Ishira, who I, I tried to look, I watched this a few times and tried to work out what was happening, but the conclusion was that not a lot was happening. Like, there's just not very much resistance from mm. Ishira. He... His movement is just not very much. He's not throwing his body in at the, yes. at the bout. He, he's trying to backstep straight away. It's on a style of sumo that suits him really. Yeah. I mean, as a smaller guy, he has to put in very quickly mm. and he's not doing that. It looks like maybe it, it wasn't the best decision to come back. He's one win, six losses and six days off. Sadanomi is four and nine. He's just eking out the wins very slowly this time around. Kiribayama up next against Tochinoshin. Kiribayama went with the right hand on the belt and then he got the left hand on as well, pretty much straight off the tachiya. And not only that, he linked his left leg around Tochinoshin's, which led to Tochinoshin falling backwards and down to the ground. It was a uh, kimarite we don't see that often, the sotogake outside leg trip. Yeah. And wasn't it beautiful? It was lovely. You just can't deny the spirit of Kirabiyama. I, I love that he took Tochinoshin on the belt, but knew he didn't have long to do something about it. Mm. This was just lovely, lovely sumo that ended up with uh, Tochinoshin flat on his back on the doyo, something you don't see all that often. And now Kirabiyama at Maegashira 4 is 9 and 4 with that win. Yeah. He's really putting in. He hasn't been spoken about in terms of the leader group. I think anything from here for him we oh. would class as an MNW, a much-needed win. Like, he's at four, He anything would put him up quite – like, every win puts him up more than one spot, you know what I mean? It's probably – yeah, I, I completely agree. And, I mean, he could be knocking on the door of Sanyaku. I think so. But I think in terms of his performance, he's fought a lot of good people. If he could get double-digit figures – Sometimes he's got to let the Banzuke do it. The Banzuke does. <laughs> right. I mean, he might end up at Maegashira 1. That is the hell position. But yep. somebody needs to do something good from that at some point. So <laughs> At some point. Should be Kirabiyama. Tochina Shin uh, moves to 8 and 5 with that loss. Hokuto Fuji and Tamawashi. It's another set of Rikishi coming in with sixes across the board. But this one was over quickly as Hokuto Fuji met the Tamawashi Tachiai stepped back, slapped down and sent Tamawashi to the dirt. I don't like seeing Tamawashi go down like this, to be quite honest. Well, it seems like either he comes forward definitively or he's absolutely done in like this. It was a surprise because Hokuto Fuji has been fighting down a little bit lower and he's been made to work a little bit harder for his wins. Mm. And today he didn't have to. <laughs> it was just that quick slap down. And against someone like Tamawashi, I definitely didn't expect this. No, but I, I guess, you know, Hokuto Fuji, if you're going to guess what he's going to do as your opponent, you, you think he's going to come at you hard and keep coming at you hard. Clever little bit of sumo to pick up uh, a very easy win. Hokuto Fuji, seven and six. Tamawashi now is road to Kachikoshi. Mm. Six and seven. That's come at us all of a sudden. Like I thought well, he was well on the way to well, Kachikoshi. completely agree. Because if we think about the quality of his bouts, yeah. it hasn't been reflected in their score, but... At sumo, it's a funny old game. Uh, Tamawashi, six and seven. Well, I kind of want to skip this next one, but I'm not going to. It's <laughs> Meisei up against Ura. 
I think maybe, especially Mace, uh wants to just drop this basho out of his collective consciousness. They went arm to arm. They bounced off each other a few times. It looked like a regular sumo bout. They really were doing, you know, lock up arm to arm sumo right up until Mace, he just stopped moving. It looked like he thought he was out already, but he was still in, very much still in actually. And Ura just kind of pushed him out from that point. It, it was, gave a real insight into his psyche, perhaps. Yeah, it was a very weird moment. It was like he was standing there waiting for a bus. Yes, exactly. He, he lost sight of Ura. Yeah. I don't think he had a clear sense of where he was on the doyo. It wasn't pretty. I mean, is it a problem? Like, did he honestly kind of forget what was happening? It was It was really weird. Yeah, he, it was weird. He almost... Look like, as you said, he, he kind of forgot that he was in a sumo bout. I mean, I have those times where I, I'll walk into a room and go, why did I come in here? <laughs> it was like that. Was I getting chips or? Well, like, as you said, is he just, he's just sick of it. Yeah. He wants it to be over. Yeah. Well, I think it's probably more that. It just looked like, can you just push me out? Because yeah. I'm 1 and 11 at that point, 1 and 12 now. I just, yeah, like, let's get this over yep. with. Ura, three and ten mm. after that win. Daesho up next against Onosho. A big attack from Daesho out of the touchy eye hit the throat of Onosho, which forced Onosho's center of gravity to come up. Daesho knew exactly what to do here. He pulled down hard and sent Onosho crashing to the dirt. Hataki Komi. This was disappointing to me. Onosho has lost like this so many times. Mm. I, I really don't want to see this from him. It. It just happened too easily and someone like Daesho, perhaps you expect this for him to hold you up and then slap you down. I just want Onosho to be aware of what's coming. I, I think you're right. I think his his sumo would be improved if he could have some part of his toolkit where it is I've been lifted up but I can still keep my feet. Yeah, and sometimes he manages to get around it but yep. I still think that we see him lose like this too often. And it's his Makakoshi today at Magashira Damn. 3 on Oshore 5 and 8. Daesho at Magashira 1, 6 and 7. <laughs> still on the road. Scraping it out. Ichinojo up against Komasubi Hoshori. This was a matchup I was looking forward to. Ichinojo advanced and then he just kept advancing. It's his new thing. He just comes forward. Surely there was time for Hoshori to get away from the left hand belt grip and the right hand around his body, but there actually wasn't. Ichinojo just kept advancing and Hoshori was taken back. Ichinojo just completed the bout by just falling on top of Hoshori and he couldn't get out of the way. This was dominant sumo from Ichinojo and I can't believe I'm saying that when he was fighting Hoshori. <laughs> yeah. Just... We're seeing glimpses of what Ichinojo could be, um, what he has been before, what he's promised to be in the future. He's 9-4. He's another one of these rikishi who's really racked up the white dots by doing very, very consistent sumo. At Maegashira 2, he's making a case. He absolutely is. It's just really, really strong and impressive mm. for him. And to win by Abise Taoshi. So that's a backwards force down. And oh, yeah. It's just to, someone like Hoshori who can get out of most situations to be able to just fall on him and have him not be able to get out of the way. That's that's impressive from Ichinojo. It means that he's got him into that position 
and I don't know, we've seen him back off so many times and and let his opponent in. Absolutely. Komasubi Hoshori now that losses six and seven. Mm. So two big days of sumo for him to retain that newly minted Sanyaku spot. Mm. Very much. We'll see. Next bout of the day, Komasubi Takanosho up against Maegashira 5, Takara Fuji. Takanosho worked under the arms of Takara Fuji straight out of the touchy eye, which denied Takara Fuji that solid defensive position that he likes to get in, low center of gravity, leaning forward. Takanosho gave some space here. He walked back or let Takara Fuji take him back to the bales, but then burst off the Tawara and drove Takara Fuji across the doyo over the bales. It surprised everyone. Yeah, a little bit like the Takanosho of old, holding steady against a push, then coming forwards strongly, kind of bursting out of that position, as you said, and finally a win for him or another win. I mean, he's got four. He's 4-9 at Komasubi. He's just uh, retaining a little bit of face at this point. Yeah, absolutely. And Takara Fuji, he's on the same score, 4-9. and nine. I was surprised to see him put up so little defence, but when Takanosho does get it happening, this yeah, is what can happen. Absolutely. Endo at Magashira 4 came up next against Sekiwake Abi, I was really keen to see this one. And I tried to go under Abi's arms. We've seen it happen successfully before. He succeeded to a point, but Abi finally landed one single push against the throat. And from there it was over. It's like you can't even let one strong push land and Endo did. He was taken back strongly and another push took him out. I feel like Endo would be really frustrated with this loss. Well, Endo was trying to do what we've seen a few people do this week, which is getting close to Abby, lock up those attacks. But maybe Abby knew what was coming mm. after losing this way so many maybe. times. Actually, maybe. I think he's been watching the tapes of the people who have watched the tapes. <laughs> and We're on a full circle. Still gave himself a little bit of breathing room. So as you said, when that thrust came out, it just rinsed Endo and sent him back. I think you're right because if he... If he's just thrusting wildly, which is what he has been doing, then you can you can take him off by timing your thrusts with his. But if he starts timing his, mm. then that's a problem. And maybe he waited today until he saw an opening. Well, interestingly, um, their head-to-head goes to two to nine, Abby's way now. So Abby has a lot of wins against Endo. Knows Endo, how to do it. I feel it. like Endo doesn't like this style of chaotic. No, I, I agree. Mm. I completely agree. Sekiwake Abi, seven and six. Endo, seven and six as well. Sekiwake Wakataka Kage up next against Ozeki Mitakumi. This is the marquee, one of the marquee bouts of the day of the Basho, some might say. Ozeki Mitakumi came forward strong and fast and overwhelmed Wakataka Kage took Wakataka Kage back to the bales. Wakataka Kage dug in. He had a hand on Mitakumi's belt, whereas Mitakumi was just grabbing him by the, the body. Wakataka Kage jammed a foot on the bales. He was looking for a way out. But Mitakumi, when he's coming forward like that, he yeah. just gives you nothing. Yeah. Nowhere to go. He didn't let himself be surprised today. I think his losses have come from a surprise forward movement. And today he was like, okay, whatever Wakataka Kage does, however quick he yeah. is, I'm going to be ready with, you know, my arms around his body and my style of sumo. And it looked like he was able to 
to execute this, his style of Ozeki now, Ozeki sumo, and all of a sudden Wakataka Kage was on the bales. It was so quick from from Mitakumi. I mean, we saw Mitakumi do this exact um, procedure to so many people when he won the mm. U show back in January. Mm. Um, so to see it again here against some would say that, you know, the hottest rikishi right now in Wakataka Kage, so good to see, proves that he's definitely meant to be Ozeki. So he's 10 and 3 with that win. But crucially, Sekiwake Wakataka Kage is 11 and 2 now, meaning that this next bout is very, very important. Yes, it's Takeyasu up against Ozeki Takekeisho. I'm nervous. I was very nervous. We, could, we probably need to preface this by going, this was an epic bout. It's a long yeah. bout, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was really hard to describe. And I, I do think this is one to go and watch because yeah. I'm, I'm not going to be able to do it justice. I can I can say what happens. I, I saw you trying to squint the tears out of your <laughs> eyes and I'm like, you're doing a good job taking notes on this just through I what would be I don't even know what I was typing. Yeah. Let's see if I can <laughs> make any sense of these notes. <laughs> Takeyasu, look, he really took it to Takakesho off the touchy eye and this is something great for him. He's hot off the touchy eye and didn't let Takakesho win it straight away. Takakesho was obviously trying to shove him back, but Takeyasu, he used the left arm up against Takakesho's throat to really nullify those shoves and it worked to an extent. It stopped himself being moved back a whole lot. He used this technique a few times and he also slapped away Takakesho's attacks and then crucially he circled away a couple of times. Yeah, he did. But he saw those large moves where well, he sort of darted across the doyo Takayasu. Yeah, but Takakesho was always there. He was. He definitely followed him. Yeah. So he's, he's got really good at watching and following. Mm. He doesn't let himself be left behind. Yep. But every time Takeyasu got near the Tawara from Takakesho's pushes, he he got away. Yeah. So that was one thing. Then they got really, really tired. <laughs> and from here, I feel like the sumo really slowed down. Oh, did you oh, see? There that? was a moment that, that I identified. You can just see the gas go out of yeah. Takakesho. Yeah. Uh, Takeyasu, I agree he was tired as well, but I know he can, be, he can do long bouts. Yeah, I wondered whether yeah. the stamina was going to play a part here. Yeah, I wonder. Because I thought they both did, but I think you're right that Takeyasu knows that he can do those yeah. longer ones. They were both heaving. And Takeyasu, from here, he just found the right hand on the belt of Takakesho. And we know that's a big deal for him. And then he was able to throw him down oh. Watanage. Destiny's knocking. Yeah. And Takeyasu, I reckon, just answered the door with that win. <laughs> so Look, good. I, my body went fully numb <laughs> after Takeyasu executed that throw. Yeah. I, I don't, I can't feel any highs or lows. Yeah. I should be happy he's 12-1, but I, I can't feel anything. You know when you watch horror movies through your fingers? Mm. Like I, I had my fingers up tonight. I saw it. It was, it was too much. It was full on. Yep. And it was, it was full on sumo. It's just something really different from what we've been seeing. I mean, we've had we've had Terunofuji in play. We've had ha Hakuho in play for so long. 
We've yeah. been talking about Mitake Umi. We've been talking about Takekeisho. You know, like Takeyasu coming back is just something really cool. I, I no one could have predicted this. Yeah, but I mean, that's the wonderful thing about this. The about sumo at the moment is that the playing field feels a little bit more leveled. Mm. So you know, we've got people like Kodnawaka and Takeyasu bobbing up, having just great a great couple of weeks. Yeah. Battling for the U show. You've got Ozeki who are doing reasonably well considering. Yep. <laughs> considering. But um, yeah, a, a, a good effort from Takakesho, but no win for him today. He's eight and five, locked that Ozeki rank in. So not so important for him, but Takiyasu, this win means everything. He's 12 and one. Moves now one forward from Wakataka Kage, who oh. lost the bout before. Uh, let's move on to the last bout. Because uh, Ozeki Shodai is up against Kodnawaka. For Ozeki Shodai, needs that eighth win to get rid of that Kataban status and yep. hang on to Ozeki. For Kodnawaka, a win here keeps him mathematically in this U show, even though the maths do look a bit dodgy. Kodnawaka, he looked <laughs> desperate today. He lunged at Shodai's upper body and neck. Kodnawaka was able to spin them around and reverse their position very quickly. And he worked Shodai to the bales, leading with that strong Norawa attack that was just keeping Shodai's head back uh, and his eyes pointed upwards. Shodai threw everything at Kodnawaka to try to stay in this, but the Kodnawaka avalanche was coming down and Shodai went over the bales. Yorikiri, this was a little bit heartbreaking. I, yeah, I was really sad here. Yep. Because I'd come into this bout with all the joy and the verve, the joie de vivre of Takeyasu's win. I was all ready for a shot I win against Kodnawaka. No offence, Kodnawaka. Uh, I think he's doing so well. And obviously from this bout, he absolutely dominated Shodai, who who is, you have to say, now in good form. Yep. But, uh, I mean, I would have loved to see Shodai get his Kachikoshi today because I do think now he's, this was the day. Now he's in trouble. Yeah. He fights Takeyasu tomorrow. Spoiler alert, sorry. I'm going to give that away. And then presumably Mitakumi on the final day. Now they're, they're big bouts. <laughs> I mean, it looks very unlikely at it this does. point now, yeah. that he's going to get that eighth win. Short I got turned around so quickly here. Yep. And Konowaka, for all credit to him, got on the belt quickly, just came at Short Eye, didn't let him do anything funny and took him over in a fairly straightforward, I would say, Yorikiri after that move off the touchy eye. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm quite prepared to give Konowaka all the joy and props of this spout, but a large part of me is is very sad for Shodai here because I think it does make it hard for him. Well, it makes it close to impossible. And we want fairy tales to happen, but it didn't happen today. Uh, that's it for the top division bouts. Take us through the leaderboard. 12 wins. It's Takeyasu. And why shouldn't it be? 11 wins. Wakataka Kage after his, uh, his a little bit of a difficult loss tonight against uh, Mitakuyumi. And on 10 wins, the aforementioned Mitakumi and Konowaka. Well, let's look at the bouts tomorrow because it certainly is interesting. As we said, Shodai takes on Takeyasu. Mm. They've met 24 times. 15 of those have been won by Shodai. It's 
Yeah. But right. uh, yeah, obviously form very, very different today. Waka Takakage takes on Takakesho. Yeah. In the last bout of the day. Yeah. And can you believe the two 10-3 Rikishi, Kodnawaka and Mitakuyumi are fighting each other? Yeah, right. Well, we just go for it from here on, right? We do. So <laughs> we won't see a result tomorrow. I think it will be decided on the final day, which mm. we have no argument with. Thank you so much for joining us on Sumo Mainichi uh, today. We'll see you for day 14 tomorrow. So excited for it. See you then. Yeah.